Welcome to Damage Boost. I'm your host, Brock Holiday. Today I have D-Pad Gamer with me to talk Last of Us 2, so let's jump into it. Sam, so <laughs> we're going to be talking Last of Us 2, as I just yeah. said, and uh, it's it's kind of heavy right now. I feel that a lot of people are disappointed. Um, mm-hmm. Are you feeling that way, or are you less, uh, I think it's 34 right now on Metacritic it's Ooh. sitting at? Not, 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 not quite that hard, but yeah, I, I think uh, on Twitter I gave it like a 6.5 out of 10. It's not the worst game. There's right. better. Uh, it, it's a big step down from the first. Gameplay is like okay, but it doesn't change that much. Like, it's a uh, yeah. I'm pretty disappointed to be honest. Uh, so I, we should probably just maybe hop back a little bit before we start talking mm-hmm. to how connected to were you with the the first game? Uh, was it one of those games that you did play when it came out? Or is, is something you just picked up recently in in preparation of the second one? Um, What's yeah, your connection so, with it? So for the first one, I actually played it, I think, on release? I remember playing on the original uh, release, and then also I got it for the remaster, but I don't remember if I finished my replay. But I really enjoyed it. Um, the gameplay was good, because I really enjoy uh, the survival, scrappy sort of element of it. And uh, the game had that in droves. Uh, and, of course, I grew to love uh, Joel and Ellie and their relationship. And, yeah, I, I really liked the first game. I thought it was awesome. So I was super excited for the second one. And uh, I know there was spoilers and leaks and all that and controversy. I, I avoided all of it. I was just going off of, like, how is The Last of Us 2? And it, it wasn't great. <laughs> and we you talked about Joel and Ellie. And mm-hmm. I didn't play the first game until maybe a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. So I was still kind of new, I guess, to the franchise. I always, I had always heard it's one of the best single player games out there, and mm-hmm. I didn't get a PlayStation until about a year and a half ago, and it moved me to the point where I found on YouTube all the cutscenes. the The writer director, uh, the guy who voices Joel, and the actress who voices Ellie, all do a commentary track over it, mm-hmm. and with that, like. You could tell they gave a shit about who these characters were, this game, like the emotion put into it, and it, you know, it came off on screen. And, and we'll, you know, let's just kind of jump into spoilers for Last of Us Two. I should have said at the beginning, oh, yeah, there <laughs> we're gonna spoil the shit out of it. And Last of Us everything, 1. literally everything. Yeah, yeah, it's all on the table. Uh, Joel is dead within what, like the first. It might be an exaggeration, but I heard, like, within the first eight minutes, almost. Oh, God, no. No, not okay. first eight minutes, because um, <laughs> right. there is but opening really gameplay. Soon. Yeah. It's very it's very soon, yes. Before, like, I don't think they ever actually had the title card, card drop, but before the figurative title card, yeah, he's gone. <laughs> Which, and I'm not a storyteller. Um, you're, you're way more of a storyteller than me, since, uh. you know, like, your, your, your videos do tell stories. I'll, t- I'll, I'll take it, yeah. Uh, okay. Especially your Sea of Thieves one, which is still, in my opinion, your, your best work. I love it. Um, that just doesn't make sense. Like, storytelling, and I want to do an episode about this one day. Storytelling mm-hmm. in video games is hard as hell. There's so many factors. Right? Not everyone's going to play the game the same. It's And just the style of the game, it's all a lot. I get that. But there's a seven-year gap between these games. Mm-hmm. And... The relationship relationship between Joel and Ellie, because he had lost the daughter and been kind of a piece of shit in a way, yeah. to, uh, you know, in a, his earlier life before this, and his kind of trying to redeem himself and protect her and all that, that's what made that game special. Like, ignore the monsters, ignore the gameplay, their relationship is what brought people to that game, is what got people talking. Yeah. And to kind of almost use it as like a oh shit look it felt almost 
like art housey, like Mass Effect Three. Like we're gonna throw this curveball, whoa! But really, <laughs> it's just kind of dumb. Yeah. So, I I, I do agree. Um, to to reiterate, the first game, you know, uh, we start out with a very shocking moment where, you know, Joel is trying to escape from the outbreak and and his daughter dies right in front of him, yep. and that destroys him and that makes sense um so he's we, a real dickhead yeah he he's he becomes like a hard ass he doesn't trust people um at one point i i, I it was via a meme but i was like oh that's right he drove over a dude lying in the road because he didn't trust him knowing that it was an ambush that is some serious like not necessarily determination but like that like he doesn't fuck around yeah. <laughs> at all so to have him throughout the game soften grow to be able to care for ellie and like you know uh he does make a horrible decision which is to sacrifice maybe humanity to keep her alive um that is a very compelling ending and it, and he he's holding his his um uh what does he call her my baby girl like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and like th- th- that makes our heart ache because it's like he's lost so much, and he's just trying to desperately hold on to like the one thing he has. So we take that, and we get four years. Uh, stuff happens, and then he's gone. Yep. That is awful. It's like it's just like spitting in the face of his character because he dies, not from anything. Um, like he doesn't really. He's. It's not like a desperate like attempt to stay alive or to save someone. He's just like, he's trying to be a nice guy. And then he gets stabbed in the back for it, which is like, that can happen. But the the resolution between Joel and Ellie does happen. She does decide to try to forgive him, but that happens right before the game starts in a cutscene that happens at the end of the game. So it's all, all over the place. Like they jump around in time uh, a lot. So, which I, I'm not a huge fan of that narrative, like the jumping of time stuff in movies yeah. or games. It, it can work. It, it, it can, can, depending on the game, yeah, definitely. It, it can work, but the way they did it was pretty bad. So so everyone's clear how it works is basically, I'll, I'll plot out the events. Okay. Um, so we're in Jackson, a city which I think was built up from the settlement that Tommy was working on or something like that. I actually forget. Um, but we, we're in Jackson. You know, things are pretty good. They're going out on patrols. Uh, Ellie wakes up. She goes on patrol with a new character, Jesse, who apparently just broke up with uh, Dina, um, a girl who uh, kissed Ellie. So there's a weird love triangle going on. That's okay, whatever. They go on patrol. At, we also randomly felt like s- just jump over to a different character, Abby. Uh, first time ever seeing her, she was created for this. I'm fairly certain. I don't believe she appeared in the first one at all. Um, if I'm wrong there, oh well, I, I don't think it changes much because, uh, we, we see her, she actually has some great moments in terms of like, like she is trying to get away from some, I was going to say zombies, they're not technically zombies, but you know what I mean? Some, uh, infected and she's like stuck behind a chain link fence that's like bending down on her. And like, that was a great moment in terms of yeah. like how they handled it. Um, cause it just, it was spooky as hell, but yeah, so she, Gets into some hot shit and escapes uh, only because Joel saves her. Joel and Tommy. And in a very, very tense uh, moment, they rush uh, back to the lodge where uh, she is staying with her friends. And then they realize, oh, that's Joel. So they kill him because Joel killed Abby's father, the surgeon who was trying to um, basically dissect Ellie for the cure in the first game. Right. So his decision came back to bite him in the ass, which is like, okay, sure. Uh, Ellie finds, like, gets there right at, right as it's happening, is pinned down, can't do anything, and then they're, they're fine. But then we jump forward to, I think it's been like four months or... Or, or a week, or I don't know, or a day? It does... It's not very... Cl- I, I don't quite remember how long it is between the, the, his death and then when we jump forward. But, you know, she's pissed, Tommy's pissed, they eventually go off. Also, Jesse leaves at some point, yeah. and they find their way to Seattle. Seattle takes place over the course of three days, um, and we jump between Ellie 
and Abby, but the problem is that we have, like, I would say, if I just put random numbers to him, like, say, like, an hour, like, five hours of Ellie, and, like, a half hour of Abby, like, three hours of Ellie, uh, a couple hours of Abby, and then, like, at one point, like, we get to the end of the three days with Ellie, and then we jump over to Abby for her whole three days, or, like, something like that, like, I might be mixing this up slightly, but, like, the time between when Abby finally confronts Ellie in Seattle and then we finally get back to that from the other side as Abby, um, because we've been following her for a while, it's just, like, it was so... It was so lackluster. And throughout all this, we're jumping back to Abby when uh, she was a kid and she was... um, looking for a zebra with her father. Like that was a nice scene because, um, you know, it showed that the father was a nice guy. And, uh, I guess we have more reason to dislike Joel. Like, okay. (laughs) Um, and we, we jump back to see Joel, uh, giving a birthday present to Ellie, which is taking her to a museum. And one of her guesses is like, Oh, is it a dinosaur? It is. It's just giant T-Rex, uh, statue. And she's like, Holy shit. It is a dinosaur. And it's like, Oh, that's a great scene. Why are you doing this after he's already dead? Like it's, there's so many bits like that where it's like, these are some great moments, some great revelations. Why the hell aren't these before the inciting incident? Like, right. And and that's that's kind of like uh, we talked a little bit before we started yeah. recording, and I think I I assume they were to kill Joel. Like it makes yeah. sense. I get that. But to weave these moments of you know them trying to or her trying to forgive him and trying to earn her trust back, them like kind of bonding and like what what you just described to weave that into the game leading up to his death is way more impactful. You know, it, you feel for both of them in that moment. Mm-hmm. And you as a player will feel so much more in that moment too. But like you said, like you already know what's going to happen. So like, <laughs> it's kind of, it kind of like those scenes are kind of in a way pointless because yeah. I mean, you know, it's going to end bad, but when you're, cause it's any game or stuff and or movie you have that, like the, like, I know he'll probably die in this game, but, like, look how happy they are, right? I, maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. And you have that little bit of hope, and it, you just mm-hmm. and they pull that, they stretch it, and that makes that adds to the, you know the tension of the moments. But you know, again, knowing because they're jumping in time, knowing that he's dead, there's no tension. There's no like yeah. I'm worried for them in this moment. It's like oh well. It's, it's like a they it's like they cut the string, and then the rest of the the game is spent trying to show you how tense that string was without it being <laughs> right. like tied anymore. Like. What's the just point take our here? Word for it. it was fucking stretched, man. Yeah, the other problem here is, like, so I haven't actually hit the end of the story at all because we lead up to the, like, the the, the day three, like, there's a storm over the course of those three days that, that builds and it culminates in uh, the faction, the uh, Western Liberation Front or WLF or Wolf um, facing off against the Seraphites or Scar. Uh, which are basically like these this sort of cult that takes place on Mercer Island, I think. I, I'm not super clear on what island they're actually on, but it's next to Seattle. But basically, you know, there's a lot of culmination happening, right? And then there's right. a face-off. Um, and in that face-off, uh, Abby comes out on top, and but spares Ellie because... Um, or spares Ellie because her, the, the girl with her, Dina, is pregnant. And she doesn't want to... Uh, go that far so she stops and then we jump like and 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 ellie and, and dean are both really beat up we jump forward um a while so it's been a year since joel died they have their uh, farm that they were talking about they have sheep they have like little baby jj uh, jesse joel Aww. um and like, like oh, oh oh yeah that's it's all like oh cool ne- neat but she can't give it up so she leaves Dina behind, like, basically for good, um, and goes off to California to track down Abby to get her revenge. She goes through all this effort just to basically lose two fingers in the fight because Abby bites him off in self-defense and then let her go. It's like, so we Uh, had, like, uh, this big build-up culmination and then, like, oh, here's, like, a half hour of, of good stuff because... 
but it's not really good because she has like PTSD and then another another thing. It's like it felt so disjointed and like I actually have some ideas on how they could have reshaped a lot of it. Um, but like, God, it's bad. <laughs> like, what, wouldn't the all right, so yeah with that that whole story beat and yeah. you, you since you killed off Joel early and so mm-hmm. all right, you want to show like the. The bad effects of revenge. Then is kind of. I feel like the story arc they're kind of trying to go for. Since you said she, yeah, you know, she leaves. Like was, yeah, technically. Yeah, I I feel like that's if you're gonna do that, that's kind of the direction you have to go. So she needs Ellie needs to take it too far when she goes for revenge. It's not let somebody go. You know, she needs well, she, to she, she does do something real fucked up instead. Yeah. To me, for that this whole thing to be worthy, show that she is kind of turning what to what Joel had turned into so that, you know, their, their stories kind of come full circle. You know, she was kind of young, innocent, idealistic. She lost somebody close. Now she's kind of, you know, how Joel was with like running over that body, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of just cutthroat and survival and vengeance, all that matters. But you, you can't, they try to have their cake and eat it too. It sounds like. Yeah. And, And it's unfortunate because, um, I'm trying to like so she does technically go too far by killing off uh, all, uh pretty much all not quite all but almost all of Abby's friends who p- took part in the killing of Joel. Um but, but the issue there is that like while they seem like antagonists they're in the right like he he literally like slaughtered a bunch of people so he could save one girl dooming the chance of a cure. That is some messed up shit. So to act like they're just antagonists makes no sense. Um, and also, all of Abby's story, we we slowly learn that, like... We learn some good stuff about the various characters. Like, n- they're not perfect, but none of them are. So, I, I, what I'm trying to get is... I want to talk about how it would change things, because I feel like yes. that can help uh, sort of point out where I think they went wrong. Give us so, the D-pad director's cut, please. Yeah, so... Here's how I would do it. First thing, Joel still dies. I think that would be okay. Mm-hmm. But you you should have it in the last portion of the, of the game. Like also, X3? yeah. Also, uh, cut out all of California. It was pointless. Um, it could still be listed as because because Owen, uh, Mel, Abby, they talk about going to Santa Barbara, right? Yeah. In California, and that can still be a thing. But the fact that it's so, it felt so separate, I I just don't like it. Um, also, you know, they killed off Jesse in such a, <laughs> such a stupid way. Like, he just gets, like, domed by Abby when she shows up, and then that's it. But, like, yeah, he gets his his kid named after him and Joel, but, like, he just felt like he was a pawn that existed for no reason. So, okay, so here's how I would do it different. All right. Um, I, I think it's still reasonable that Abby and her group would, uh, rebel, or, or, try to seek vengeance for what happened. But I feel like it would be better if instead of killing uh, Joel, they perhaps uh, attack Jackson like as a whole, you know? Right. And that could be the inciting incident. Um, because Jackson never really, like the city, uh, never really has anything bad happen to it. Like, I mean, it's just fine, which seems a little weird. Uh, obviously, their small team couldn't do much, but... If it was, say, the Western Liberation Front, uh, or, or a small portion of it, um, going to Jackson and raising hell, and perhaps killing off Tommy, because Tommy feels super pointless in, in this uh, game, then that could spur, um, you know, uh, Ellie, Jesse, Dina, and Joel to go to Seattle. I, I think it would be reasonable if um, Joel wasn't playable in this game. But yeah, instead, so. acted as a side character along with Ellie. But maybe they got split up, so we have more of that Ellie side and Abby side. Because I still feel like it's okay if Abby is a player, but I feel like we need to grow to learn why she wanted revenge. Which is, you know, her dad died. Joel did it. Uh, we need to learn that you know she's a, a bit of a piece of shit. Um, but and and she loves killing scars. But she, you know pseudo adopts slash becomes friends with uh lev and yara two scars that fled their home because uh, lev didn't want the uh, responsibilities and role of uh being a elder's wife like 
he wanted to be a fighter. So he cut off his head, or his head, oh my god, he cut off his He's hair. He's real bad at fighting after that, though. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then um, they were basically ostracized, so they, so they fled. So you have uh, Abby trying to be a better person, trying to help. Um, and also, in, in, in the game, you go through all this effort with this really cool, like, uh, sky-high section where you're like, she's afraid of heights, and we're learning a bit more about, you know, the Seraphite's... Uh, opinions on stuff on on their teachings and uh lev is learning a bit more because he's very sheltered um and like there's some great interactions they go get the uh medical supplies medical supplies come back you know uh they they fix up yara's arm which had a compartment syndrome that's why she needed help in the first place and then she fucking dies on the island in one of those super classic all right we need to squeeze through this little bit and then oh you're dead oh (laughs) like yeah, yeah Yeah. You are literally sidelined. Oh, technically, she doesn't die in that moment. She dies when she shoots and kills the leader of the Western Liberation Front, which is, um, okay, sure, whatever. Um, but, like, so I'm looking at the characters, right? <laughs> so, can I ask a real quick question before you continue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, ahead. Through, go ahead. Through all this, how much is the, the and I can't remember the name, out of, name of it off the top of my head, but how much is the virus in play through all this? Um, it's always there. Um, is it? It feels like it's sidelined, though, from everything I've read too and what I've seen played. Well, yeah, but feel- to to be fair, the first one was also like that. It is yeah, that's yeah. True. Um, but yeah, so 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 that's with Abby. We need a lot of progression with her to understand her character, to get her to the point where we give a shit about why she would kill Joel. When it comes to Ellie and what we need from her throughout the story, we need to know why. Uh, she resents Joel. Uh, we need to get an idea of how she feels about what happened um, and, like, what her plans are. Because, technically, there's there, there's a resolution before any of it happens, and it just feels super backwards. Right. Um, so, so, basically, my idea for how they could do it differently is there's an inciting incident of some kind that leaves uh, Jackson... Uh, Bad enough that Joel, Ellie, uh, Jesse, Dina, and Tommy, or perhaps Tommy dies early, um, it gives them a reason to go to Seattle. Uh, you could still have it where Jesse comes after, Dina comes with Ellie, and Joel gets split up because I, I don't feel like Joel needs to necessarily be in the game that much throughout what happened, but scenes where we find that he doesn't regret what he does, that he would do it again. Uh, that we do get at the end of the game, um, as it is, uh, that can still happen. But like, I think it's it'd be better if, perhaps in the pursuit of getting revenge on whatever the inciting incident is, Ellie begins to go down the path of turning into old Joel. Uh, and yes. I think it would be better if, you know, instead of randomly having um, Jesse die, uh, and also uh, I, rather than having Jesse die. Uh, just randomly, maybe he dies because of her actions when she's trying to, like, she goes too far trying to get revenge. I think it'd be better if both of them actually had that. So, Abby has friends in, um, she has friends that are Owen, Mel, Manny, uh, also Lev and Yara, and then a few others that are so, like, minor that they're, they're just whatever. Um, I think it would be better that, I mean, they could still die, but I feel like both sides should lose people on the build-up to their, like, sort of, uh, you know, uh, their clash. Yeah. And I think that uh, you need one person that's more important to Abby. So, like, they both kill someone important to them. Say, uh, Abby kills Joel and Ellie kills Owen um, because Owen is basically Abby's ex-boyfriend who she really likes. um, And they have a sex scene, which is super feels super out of place like i don't get the point of it like uh story wise um but you have built all this conclusion and but like right before this you know joel says he he forgives her or or, or joel joel um and ellie have that sort of resolution maybe abby can realize like oh i've I've done all this because i've been trying to get revenge and this or that right Mm -hmm. and then they can have their big clash and then they both choose to walk away 
because continuing would only, you know, increase the violence or whatever, right? Right. Because as it stands, having that clash twice in such a disjointed way just doesn't feel right. Um, and also, you know, having this... You know, I, it's not like a cult. It's not like this group in California. Uh, they have uh, clickers or, or I guess they just have uh, runners um, like chained up and some clickers chained up, which is okay, sure. And they have some prisoners and then also they have the pillars where they have people like basically tied up to to die of starvation. It's like, I just don't get the point of them. Like, they're barely in it just to exist for pe- for Ellie to kill. I think it would be better if you take those elements and give them to the Seraphites, which are already seen as sort of like a cult. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I really like the build-up of the storm and the uh, attack on the Seraphites' island. So I think instead, um, Ellie and her, her, her posse get to Seattle and starts clashing with both the Seraphites and the uh, wolves, uh, or Scars and the wolves, and Abby uh, starts trying to take revenge, but in the process ends up getting her friends killed and uh, killing off, you know, people she was a part of with the wolves, uh, but can start to realize, like, oh, maybe that's not a great idea with, with uh, Yara and Lev. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have this clash on the beach, uh, at, at, you know, after the uh, raid on the island. And you can recreate that fight of them in the water just in a different situation where they're both beaten down and they feel like this is all they can do. Uh, and then they both realize, like, oh, shit, this is a horrible idea. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, like, I, it's just like there's, there's some good stuff there, I feel like. But the way it's handled, it's, like, it's too, it's too disconnected. Um Cause like, am I supposed to give a shit about Abby after she kills the character I grew to love? I guess technically, but why? <laughs> At the but, end, it feels like Ellie's more of an asshole than Abby, which feels backwards. Um, Cause Abby is pretty justified in killing Joel. Like, sure, she's doing it purely for revenge. She'd be like, oh, well, don't take revenge. Yeah, don't take revenge on the guy that killed her father and a bunch of people and doomed everyone of cure. Like, that's the other thing. I that that whole like. Oh, there's no more cure. Just like, we should get, we should care more, right? Like, right. It's it's not just a minor thing. Like, oh, like, yeah. So, so dumb question. Why mm-hmm. can't they still use her as a cure if they wanted? Because it's explained that um, uh, her father, uh, Abby's father, uh, is the only person who knows how to make a cure. Uh, Which is, like, super... Okay, whatever. Um, seems like kind of a lazy story beat. <laughs> like, I'm sure yeah. if they were working towards it, he wouldn't have kept it secret. You know, I feel... Especially if he's in his own organization. If I think like, it's because he, he he was a expert in whatever field of, uh, you know, brain science. Stuff. Brain yeah. stuff, yeah. Because it's something about, like, taking the brain stem and, and the spinal cord and having to separate it, and that would kill her. Um, it wasn't like he was going to kill her for fun. It was just like it was a necessary evil part of the process. Um, so, yeah, there's no cure. Like, by the way, the way the game ends, like, ultimately, um, Ellie is now without two fingers, so she could barely play the guitar, something you have to do throughout the game. Um, Joel's I've seen dead. all those memes, by the way. Yeah. They're all fucking great. <laughs> uh, Tommy basically hates Ellie because he thinks she's a coward. Uh, Dina leaves Ellie, um, so now she's a single mother without uh, a a father for her child or the adopted mother of her child. Um, Jesse is just, he just dies for no reason. Um, Abby is weak and sickly, but she at least has Lev, uh, and Lev at least has her. And a bunch of Abby's friends are dead, and the Western Liberation Front is wounded. They lost their leader for no reason. And the Seraphites, basically everyone, everything gets worse. Like, no one, there's no good stuff for any of these characters. It's just worse. And, like, you could still have that, but, like... Yeah, I I don't mind it being on a down note, but, like, you just gotta tell the story better. You know, like, like the way you presented it makes a lot more sense, and I think it would flow better. 
for sure. Yeah, I, 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 it's just, it's just rough because I wanted to like this game, yeah. and that's yeah. probably why I'm trying to come up with the way it could be better. Because like, well, hell, if it's not going to be good, at least I could pretend that in some alternate reality it's good. Like, I, the way you kind of described uh, how everything happens with Joel, I almost wonder if you could have. Because I would assume Ellie would have some sort of survivor's guilt, right? That she was ready to die mm-hmm. oh, to yeah, give she... up. And, you know, her choice was taken away from her. You know, granted, she was 14, and in a way, he was the authority figure in her mm-hmm. life. But still, it was taken yeah. from her. A chance for this all to end was taken because yeah. of his feelings. So I think a way you could have it, you talked about, like, well, I want, just, I want to say, I want to specify, she literally what? says that. She literally says, like, you took away my one okay. chance for my life to matter. So she literally right. says that, but go ahead, yeah. Yeah, so, like, you talked about them specifically coming for uh, Joel. I was wondering if, instead, like, throughout the game, uh, the places that the that are, the people that are near them are the ones getting killed and attacked this whole time. And eventually it comes to the point where Joel's like, all right, I'm going to give myself up to him. They clearly want me... And I'm tired of people dying around me. And then, you know, Ellie making the choice, like, am I going to take his choice away from him or I'm going to honor what he wants, you know? And then that being like, come, same decision from the last game, but flipped on its head, you know? Mm-hmm. I can see that working out, but the problem is I don't feel like, I feel like it's just the issue of having the cure dangling in front of us and all that is just too much. So that any, if you try to make a parallel to it, it's just not, it's going to fall flat. It's going to fall flat. All right, fair yeah. enough, fair enough. Um, and that's why I can see why it's difficult. I feel like maybe they wrote themselves into a hole with this one, possibly. But, yeah. Another thing is, I was talking with a friend, and I was like, well, one thing I'm curious about with any sequel is, you know, what is there a point to it? Um, so, a lot of games, yeah, there are, like... I always got to bring back to my favorite game, Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. Well, it's a kid's game. It's like, whatever. There is a point to the sequel. Like, um, there is unfinished business. With this one, yeah, there is unfinished business, but from the start of the game to the end of the game, there's really no useful progression, in my opinion. Like, we already have the revelation, or or the the conclusion of like, all right, I'll I'll try to forgive you uh, with Ellie and Joel at the start via a cutscene that we get at the end, like that already happened. So yeah. What, yeah. What are we going for? <laughs> it's like the meme. It's like, you did this for what? Why? Because what, but why, why'd you do this? It's like this whole thing. is just feels so pointless. And I feel like that's probably why some people might describe it as having wasted their time. Cause it's like, <laughs> it feels the way this, the story's kind of described, and I know mm-hmm. it's grander, but because it doesn't really tell a whole lot, it's almost like DLC or like a uh, 1.5 yeah. release rather than a sequel. I don't even think that's a fair description of it. Like, because... I mean, in terms of, like, yeah. how big the first story felt, at least to me anyway, as this one seems a little more condensed because you're not working with the cure. Does that make sense? Like, sure. Because the the stakes are more personal, I guess. Yeah, yeah and the that's first one, true. the stakes are personal and also big picture. I think yeah, it would have been more interesting also if they could have carried that big picture of like the cure into the second one. So maybe there is <clears throat> a chance to uh, be able to salvage it or something. Yeah. Um, but it just really feels like, all right, well, we need to create a new factions for them to kill. We need to create a new faction of hunters, so we have the Seraphites. To be fair, the Seraphites are really cool. Or okay. Scar. Uh, I, I don't know which one to call them, because both are cool names. Um, but they whistle to communicate during battle, so the one time you, f- the first time you fight them, it is super stressful and yeah. unnerving, because uh, you have a bunch of people like really good at hiding, uh, shooting arrows at you, which they also introduce the mechanic where you have to pull out the arrow because it's like slowly bleeding you out. Um, technically oh, I think pulling out the arrow would deal more damage, but either way, you know, it's, it's, it's a great thing, but like, it feels like, all right, we need to make a character to kill Jolt. We need to make a, a group of characters around her so that, you know, she could lose people. We need a faction for them to be a part of so that, you know, Ellie has someone to fight. We need a faction uh, to hunt her. Um, oh yeah. We, we also need characters, uh, for her to care about. 
uh, after Joel's dead. So let's create Dina. And oh, well, Jesse needs to exist so that there could be a baby, but let's just kill him off. Just like, <laughs> yeah. it feels like a shitty D&D campaign. Like, you had this great, well, you had a great conclusion, which left with like, all right, there could be more. But then you're like, oh, let's just, let's, let's make some more characters. Let's make some more locations. Um, and it just doesn't feel like it was justified. It doesn't justify its own existence, in my opinion. And that, that's just unfortunate. So, I guess, kind of in that same vein, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not talking in terms of sales or anything like that, but just strictly from a story point, mm-hmm. would you rather... Like, like you said, the gameplay is not bad or anything yeah. like that. It's just the story is not up to what the, the standards the first one set. Would you just be more okay if only the first one existed. Not that you're mad that the second one existed, but do you think it really adds enough to the story to justify, you know, being its own thing? Nah, I, th- I think the first one was good enough as it was. Um, and it sucks too, because I like the world of The Last of Us. I like yes. uh, the the cordyceps, the clickers. There, There's some new, I think some new types of clickers. Like there's an abomination at one point, which is like a huge hulking tank mixed of a shambler with a stalker with a a whatever and like oh that, there's some cool stuff there uh but yeah it just doesn't feel like it's worth it so like um so we had the DLC we had the original game we had i think a comic book um and i could understand their want for more but i feel like they just really missed a mark so yeah i, I would rather it had just been the original stuff would would it have been better instead of going for a direct sequel with these characters to kind of do the uh like a sidestep and set a new story within this universe and oh yeah like I, th- I think that could have been way better because i mean a lot of the failings of this game i feel like are because of the ties to the first one like mm-hmm. Um, I think Seattle as a whole was a cool location. I mean, I live near ish Seattle, so I, it's one of my favorite places to yeah. vacation too. It, it's I mean, fucking awesome. It had, it had some cool stuff. We never got to be on the space needle to be fair. I thought that would have been yeah. <laughs> pointless, but nice. Um, every, I love when games go to the space needle cause it's always wildly different for each one. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, it's just like, I feel like you could have had a lot of cool stuff. And also I like the idea of. Having the uh, having a faction that takes the clickers and uses them as uh, sports or as like uh, guard dogs or whatever, right? Like there is some interesting right. stuff there. And another thing is, you know, while some of the characters are just pointless, I do like some of them. Like Jesse seemed like a neat enough character, but the way he's handled is just like, ah, you exist to provide drama. Bye bye, and he's just gone. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you could pick anyone out of the current cast and make a game about them. Perhaps you could have a game about Abby, but uh, I, because of the, the ties that you create with the first one about her father-in-law, I think it couldn't be a whole standalone thing. Um, but yeah, I think a game in the the same world, uh, separate enough that you're not bogged down from the first, would be great. Like. Maybe have a game closer to The Last of Us's outbreak, or maybe even farther on. Like yeah, the outbreak would be really interesting. Yeah, I'd be like down for that. I mean, if if you compare it to, and this is maybe sacrilegious to say, but like if you compare it to The Walking Dead, The Walking Dead has a side thing called uh, The Walking Dead. I don't I, know <laughs> what is it yeah, called. Yeah, it had a weird title, but yeah, I, I know what you're talking about like the prologue kind of episodes. Or uh, series. I I need to know what it's called. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're good. Well, while while you're figuring that out, um, I I almost think you could all kind of do uh, a Fallout style, and not in terms of necessarily time jumping, but I'd be curious, you know, how you know set to go with a group around Chicago or something like that, you know, how different environments are handling this and how they survive. Yeah, you know, that that could also be a way to approach it because, unfortunately, despite being on the other side of the uh, of the country, um, Boston and Seattle end up feeling very similar. Um, 
which is just unfortunate. The, the series I was thinking of is The Walking Dead, and they had their side thing called Fear the Walking Dead, which is yes. a horrible name. Yeah. <laughs> but it follows... It does, does a, not tell you what it's about at all. Yeah, it follows a family in The Walking Dead universe right after the outbreak starts. And, like, I think that could be interesting. Because, obviously, the outbreak, as it progresses, um, and as time goes on, the cordyceps have time to grow in places, and that's how you get weird stuff like shamblers and and stalkers and all these other types. So yeah, you wouldn't have the flexibility to be able to create all these weird types, but I, I think there is a story that could be told about, you know, as the outbreak happens, like say we're like months out instead of years. Cause don't we jump forward? Like it's pretty massive, right? Yeah. I mean, w- was Ellie alive when the outbreak happened or was she born after? I forget. I honestly don't. I want to say she had to be little. I think she was alive. I'm going to check. Okay. While you're doing that, I'll continue with... Um, I You know, I I just like the... And uh, I think it's Gears of War, because they kind of jump around sometimes. With their kind of prequel-esque games, they still add in new stuff. It doesn't make mm-hmm. a lot of sense, but it happens. So I think you could still do a prequel-style game and add new things it'd also be you could almost almost fight more humans in that because you know society kind of tear itself apart yeah and see how like groups and factions and tribes or whatever you want to call them form through all that and that could be part of the decision making process the game um dying light 2 which i don't mm, know if you yeah. ever played the dying light games. oh yeah yeah there there's it's it's honestly pretty underrated i'm surprised when people don't talk about it. i fucking love the first one. So the ending part of the story is kind of a little bit whatever, but the, the new one that's coming out is, like, you, what you do, the sense you make, affects your relationships with the, the factions within the, mm-hmm. the outbreak-contained area. And I think that's something you could do if you do, like, a prequel or a prologue-type uh, story for Last of Us. Yeah, so I, I had a brain blast. Also, I checked. I was a little unclear about the timeline. So the outbreak happens... I believe in 2013 um, because, you know, uh, that is when everything just stops, I guess. Right. Um, and she, she's born between 2018 and 2019, so some years after the uh, pandemic has spread. Um, so, yeah. But, so I was actually thinking, in, in The Last of Us 2... There is some talk about, you know, the Western Liberation Front is this sort of protesting slash uh, militia that rose up to fight off Fedra, the whatever that stands for, which is basically like the army that was um, locking down and quarantining Seattle. So have have the story take place in Seattle uh, about someone uh, of some importance or whatever. It could still be a girl if you want to have a female lead, because like obviously they want to have female leads in this one, um, and having them see the formation of the WLF uh, and the fighting against Fedra, and maybe the Seraphites start to uh, you know show up, and uh, you could also have that side faction of like what you sort of see in California in terms of like the more deranged and or um, uh, just messed up group. Like, yeah. having um, these uh, infected for sports or, or, or prisoners and stuff like that. Like, it could be neat. Like, sort of like, um, in, a, in a similar way, like, uh, with Infamous, if you're familiar with that those games. Oh, that game was, yeah, that game was yeah. really fucking good. So, Infamous is really cool because it takes place in sort of New York. Not technically, um, but, you know, there's Infamous 1, Infamous 2, and then when it jumps to... Uh, infamous um, second son that takes place in Seattle. So technically, it's like I just want infamous, but <laughs> I just want infamous in Seattle, but uh, make it Last of Us. But like, it's cool because you get to see a different character with different powers um, experiencing uh, his own sort of uh, calamity um, because it's not tech- it's not like a worldwide thing that happens, uh, not necessarily, but it deals with you know. People being locked up in Seattle. Um, it deals with uh, him trying to fight for different factions and all that, right? right. Um, like, you could do it. Uh, but you could also jump completely elsewhere. Like, yo, let's let's jump over to Europe. Like, what what are they doing over there in, in The Last of Us? Like, what what's happening in uh, 
in Canada or South like Africa. Japan, or like, like someone that's really tight with population. Yeah, too. like there is possibly. I, I almost think back to, um, you know, the book, not the movie, not the movie, the book, uh, World War Z. You know, if anyone doesn't know, really good. World War Z is incredible because, you know, the original story uh, is it, it's a collection of sort of short stories of basically interviews that the guy has or the uh, the writer has with survivors of basically the war against the zombies. Um, so the movie literally only takes the name. That's it. Um, but it's such a good thing because you get to see, like, I believe there is a um, a younger guy in Japan that has to escape his apartment building. Um, there is a, a fighter pilot that shot down and has to uh, survive. And there's almost like echoes of like, did she see a ghost or was like, was all hallucinations? Um, people trying to escape uh, India, I think. And, and uh, stuff. Yeah, that, that would be that. really good. Cause that, you know, super populated also, you know, different type of environment. Yeah. So like you have all this cool stuff and it's a great way to shed lights on the zombie apocalypse as a whole and show a lot of different perspectives um, and also shows uh, in that on how the military fought back. And obviously in that universe, they managed to mostly succeed while last of us, they completely failed. Um, but yeah, you could also, you know, take the viewpoint of the military somewhere where they're not trying to be a piece of shit and they're trying to actually do work. Right. Um, but it's just like, yeah, you could do all this stuff, but what you did was bad, and you should feel bad. <laughs> right, and it, it just sucks. Yeah. Because... And it also, yeah, it sucks because, you know, a lot of the people that worked on it are, like... Talented. It, yeah, it's not like... We can't blame Ellie's voice actress and... God and, damn it. And Joel's... We can't blame Ellie's voice actress, or, or we can't blame Ashley Johnson or Troy Baker or... Or Jeffrey Pierce, or even Laura Bailey, who voices Abby. Um, we can't we can't blame any of them because yeah. they're not at fault for the story. I mean, and yeah. also the gameplay looks like is decent, and the game looks amazing. Like, yeah. it just like it just it's just unfortunate. Like you did all you put all this effort, you have all this stuff, probably a lot of time, hours, or what I'm trying a lot of hours, a lot of money. And you put out a game that just, like, doesn't really feel like it's worth the effort or the time. Right. Or the weight. Yeah. It's just unfortunate. I don't know if The Last of Us is, like, screwed as, like, a series. I think they could do a... Yeah, I think it's it's too ingrained. Like, I think you can still make more. I, I feel like they would have to do the route of going to a side story, going to a sort of soft reboot of something, like... Something yeah. like that, right? Because um, Ellie and Joel, I I don't think you could have stretched it. Th- even if you did well with the second game, I think it would be pushing what it means to like those the, the importance of those characters to stretch it more than two games. Anyway. Oh sure, yeah, no, I I would, even if they did well with this one, I wouldn't want them to continue on with a part three with them. Um, I love Gears of War, um, mm-hmm. and I actually really like the universe, but the fact that they've stretched Phoenix. Uh, for five games now and they've kind of like the last two made him somewhat of a side character but like it's just like you gotta move on like i know he's the best part of those like and the selling part of those games but it at this point doesn't make sense dude's like in his 80s and still somehow killing and fighting with people that are literally in their prime yeah yeah i'm I'm thinking also to other stories and also games and whatnot like I brought up World War Z and how I think that's a great look into the whole process and, like, sort of, tr- like, the whole zombie apocalypse as a whole. There's another right. thing, um, it's actually a audio drama, um, called We're Alive. It, uh, follows a few soldiers who basically get abandoned from, or not abandoned, but they basically end up, um, on their own, and they save a few people and they end up sort of taking the lead of uh this uh like apartment complex so they become their own faction in a way and it eventually gets to the point where it's them against some other factions and uh they're trying to basically it's like uh the zombie apocalypse which in this one it's weird because the zombies are mutating and there's weird mutations um and so it almost feels like like left for dead in a way um 
and that, and there's a whole conclusion there. And it's like, oh, it's a great story because it, it's tries something different. And like Last of Us one, I felt like it tried something different. And this one, it just crapped on all of it. Like, yeah, um, they try. It, it, I know I've used this phrase already, but it felt like it was trying to be what it was, but also not at the same time. Like the have your cake and eat it too. There's, it kind of you know what it. This isn't probably the best comparison, but in terms of ambition and then failure, it kind of feels like Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. To be fair, like, I'm not super familiar with those games, but from everything I gathered, that, that would probably make sense. Right. Um, Which that did kill that franchise, unfortunately. I, and that that's that's a whole deeper thing, is EA kind of did some shady shit with how they had people, the amount of money and people that had working on it. But still, it effectively did kill the franchise yeah and it's really it's really unfortunate for naughty dog because like i feel like they've come a long way and they've done some great stuff they make great games um oh god is it sleeping dogs lie or something like that is that the name the game they they came out with like five or six years ago where you're playing as a undercover cop i don't think it's them i'm looking at their game it's naughty dog i know it's naughty dog i'm pretty sure is it um I have to look it up real quick. Sorry. Yeah. Sleeping Dogs. Oh no, you're right. It was not them. Yeah. I yeah, think I just because it's Sleeping Dogs. I was just okay. got that confused. Never yeah, mind. Na- yeah, Naughty Dog says have they started with Crash Bandicoot, then they have Jack, then they have Uncharted, they have The Last of Us, like. There's that meme of, like, they started with kids' games and now they're doing adult games because, like, they've grown up with their players. Oh, Uncharted um, as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I said Uncharted, yeah. Yeah, okay, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've never played those, to be fair, but Oh, my I, God, I heard they're so... They're really good. Um, I do I, feel like you would want to force yourself to play them in order because once you play, for example, Thief's End, uh, the first one isn't going to look good and it's not going to feel as good. Right. Um, but they're all really solid. Those are... I think one of the few games that, like, started that trend of, like, oh, yeah, I can watch this game because it's, like, such, like, a movie. Um, but they, they they do such a great job of blending, you know, gameplay and action and cutscenes and all that. Um, so, like, I don't I don't think The Last of Us Part Two is going to be a stain on Naughty Dog's, like, history or anything. Also, there is a new Crash Bandicoot game coming out. I don't yes, know if I'm they excited. are backing that. Uh, it's, yeah, I, I think so. But yeah, um, I'm checking. Uh, no, it's being developed by Toys for Bob. What? Uh, not <laughs> oh. Naughty Dog. Interesting. Um, yeah. oh, they were also the people behind the Insane Trilogy anyways, so. Gotcha. That makes sense. But yeah, um, Naughty Dog, I feel like they can, they, they, they are going to move on, um, and do other stuff. I think it would probably be better if they moved on to another different series, because, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it just didn't do it for me, like, I'm looking back at Uncharted, and, like, I know there was bad points in that one, but, like, at some point, you just gotta, like, move on. <laughs> it, the disappointment feels like what's the, I don't know if you're a Star Wars fan at all, I don't remember if we ever talked to Star Wars before. Ah. Yeah. So, like, what the last two movies have been, like, yeah. disappointing-wise, and something you just, you're like, no, it's gonna be fine, it's gonna be fine, like, they're, they're gonna fix it, they're gonna do it, and I, I don't hate what they've put out with it, but mm-hmm. I don't like it either. It's just, like, I kind of forget it exists now, Yeah. and I kind of feel like eventually this might turn people to be, like, apathetic to it. Yeah, um, and it's also unfortunate because a bad ending can solely the whole thing. Looking at you, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, I've heard Christ. no one talking about rewatching Game of Thrones, and everyone's stuck inside for days upon weeks upon right. months. <laughs> oh man, we yeah. could do a whole fucking podcast on how that yeah. So last season, um, Jesus Christ, little levity. I'm surprised Naughty Dog hasn't done one, uh, the Uncharted uh, racing game, because they did Crash 1, 2, 3, Crash Team Racing, and then Jack 1, 2, 3, Jack Racing. Uh, they should do Uncharted Racing and then Last of Us Racing. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just 
rolling I want to see like Joel with his knees up by his chin in a little fucking go-kart. That'd be oh, amazing. That'd be so nice. But yeah, it's just like... Yeah, Last yeah. of Us, I, if they did a side thing, a completely separate story, soft reboot, like there's options there, I feel like, but as it stands... Just leave it. Let it. Just let it go. Like, it. I feel like in time people are gonna look back at Last of Us Two as just like a disappointing meh, um, because yeah. at the moment people are upset for various reasons. Most of them are pretty stupid and uh, aren't really, uh, you know, all that justifiable. Like right. there was a lot of controversies that I don't want to get into, but uh, most of them not to just completely sweep away people's opinions but like they're mostly pointless and um without merit um but yeah the game isn't the worst there's been better i just wish they had done a better job i guess you know well yeah and you know i i think i i don't want <laughs> although our our we're not salty this episode we're sad yeah I, yeah no we, i'm not angry at naughty dog or anything i just right well, I, our our salty episodes do really well. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I am more of a disappointed parent in this moment. It's just like, I you had potential. I saw you, but you just didn't live up to it. I I, I know you could do better. You, you feel like my parents did when I told them my major was going to be communication. Hell yeah! <laughs> just yeah, we need to so communicate like, oh. how I'm cutting you off after that. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, like it sucks. But yeah, I feel like everyone's going to be. Okay, the world's not ending because well, in the world, mm, it's not ending because of the game. Not, being yeah, bad. this game didn't do it. There's a lot yeah. of other shits going on. Yeah, game, like um, I'm it not might going be a to, virus. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to lose sleep over Last of Us Two no, being I, bad. I, honest, I still might buy it and play it too. Like, just wait till it's on yeah. sale or something. It just—it's also unfortunate because I think like with any game, really, is it going to be good for replayability, for fun, and also speedrunning? And, like, maybe, but, like, there's so many little moments where you you have to sit through them with, like, quick time events and all that. Just, like, I don't think it's even going to be fun to I replay. I hate quick times. Yeah. I, um, I hate them so much. It's, or not, they're not necessarily quick times because, yes, you can fail them, but it's just, like, oh, just hit X or hold triangle. It's, like, nothing crazy complex or anything. And I, I would assume um, that you could just uh, have... The, I'm, I'm sure there's an accessibility option to turn them off because... Last of Us 1, I believe, had just some really good accessibility options. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I don't think it being, I don't think it's going to be something I want to replay. I don't really want to play the New Game Plus because I have to sit through the story. Even if I like the gameplay and think it's decent, it doesn't change up enough from the first one to justify uh, replaying it. So, yeah, <laughs> it's just like, okay, game, bye. Well, let's let's kind of shift uh, before we start wrapping up uh, mm-hmm. to make let's bring up the mood. And I didn't bring this up at the beginning of the episode, uh, mostly because we were both you and I were ready just to kind of get into this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is episode fifty of Damage Boost. Oh yeah. Uh, I wanted to have you on for fifty specifically because you were the first person to be like, "Yeah, I'll be on your podcast." And uh, if anybody who's ever started a podcast or anything similar, it's hard to get guests. Um, especially when you don't have any episodes out, people will yeah. only give you time, even if you do have an established audience. But when you're trying to build something, uh, to for you to be willing to give the time you did and to keep coming back as much as you have has obviously helped me build what I have, and I really, really appreciate it every time you've been on. It's always been wonderful. And I'm without you, I don't get to 50. So thank oh. you. Yeah, of course. I, I'm... I'm I'm happy to have been a part of this. I just can't wait to. Uh, I was gonna make a, a reference to a proper podcast. I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, 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 it's been nice. And um, you have been doing a lot of stuff. Uh, so anybody who doesn't know Sam or AKA Deepak Gamers, uh, he's a YouTuber. He's got a YouTube channel also part of minus world you guys been doing a lot more uh like challenge videos and play to i don't not not let's plays but like playing stuff together videos i don't know how you describe them but yeah uh your minecraft dungeons one was so (laughs) fucking good (laughs) oh i felt like i was trying to wrangle like six-year-olds oh they're like okay i 
I don't. I haven't recorded it with audio, but I've recorded gameplay because mm-hmm. I I have three kids. If anybody doesn't know, you could do local play. So mm-hmm. the four of us do local play, and like I'm oh, trying to. Like, all right, we need to go to here. Like stay back. Let's you know. And trying to give directions, and they're just like ha 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 swords you know, the whole time. Oh yeah. And every time I hear like follow me, follow me. I'm like oh Sam's dad right now. He's being yeah. dad right now. Yeah, no, but that was, it was really fun. Like, it's been great recording with them, and also, um, you know, I, 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 I just blanked. Do you ever have that? I just forgot I what I was going to say. Um, but yeah, 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 but that's been nice. Yeah, and, um, I just, I don't know, it was cool, the energy level with you guys is, like, you know the world sucks right now, <laughs> and like sometimes you're just sad and you wanna you wanna feel happy. And then like your guys' videos have been so, just like bros hanging out and in a good way, not like in a toxic way. So yeah, it's just been some friends having some fun with games, and it's you know for me to throw that on for twenty twenty five minutes or however long they tend to be, I'm just like kind of forget and I get to be happy for a little bit. It's nice. Yeah, I mean it, especially like. At any point, but also especially when the world sucks, it's great to be able to have a chance to just sort of lean back and enjoy stuff. I try to I try to keep that in mind with my videos. I could, like I I feel like naturally I am actually a bit more of a salty and or angry no. person. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like I I can be that guy. Uh, but in my videos and also collaborations and also here to some extent, I try to be reasonable and I try to not. Uh, as as a phrase, uh, one creator I like would say, uh, "Increase world suck." You know, <laughs> um, this game. You, you did really shoot down my Silent Hill compared to. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh God, why am I blanking on it right now? Good because uh, Dark Souls. It, yeah, it wasn't analogy. a good comparison at all. Like I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to increase. I'm trying to not decrease. What what am I? I'm <laughs> I'm trying to avoid. Increasing world suck by letting you say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Like, man, I'm just. This game is like. Yeah, I feel emotionally drained too. Yeah. <laughs> it um, was a lot, and like, <clears throat> I, I. Uh, so, if you guys want, maybe wants to hear a little bit of. The stuff we didn't cover about this game, I believe episode 47, I talked briefly about it because I feel like I had to say somewhat something about it, and it wasn't has nothing to do with the game the episode's about, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it just, I wanted to make sure I touched on it a little bit just so people knew, and you guys can go back and find that if you would like. Uh, so what's, before we go, what's going on with your channel? Uh, anything new? Uh... At the moment, I actually realized a SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated actually already released. I thought it was coming out like 9 p.m. tonight. So, oh, no, it came out this morning. Yeah, but, uh, no one told me. I thought, like, they, I checked the thing and it said it was live in another, like, nine hours. So I guess what's going on with my channel is I'm about to stream it and then hopefully make a video. Um, awesome. obviously they won't, it'll be too late for the stream. Yeah. Like, this will be about three weeks later. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm, I'm thinking I want to watch the stream ch- anyway. Give him money. Yeah. I think I want to make a challenge video for that. And I have some ideas of like, uh, trying out some, uh, sort of list of videos or not list like top tens or not. not to- <laughs> I'm not sure of how to approach it, but like basically, uh, more glitch videos in a different way. Also, obviously I'm always thinking of more, um, sort of glitch history videos I can make. And uh, more Easter egg stuff. And glitch, uh, your glitch histories have been amazing. Uh, anybody who hasn't checked them out, definitely do that. Yeah, so I, I I'm I've, I've definitely been keeping an eye out for that. So yeah, my answer is uh, nothing really specifically, but you know I'm just always trying to do stuff. So if, if, yeah. again, if anybody who hasn't watched uh, Sam's channel before, he's um, immensely talented, uh, incredibly smart guy. Uh, his videos definitely have this very unique charm to them that I love. Um, and just, just watch the stuff. It's good. You'll be happy. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Uh, I so take compliments well. <laughs> no, it's okay. But yeah, it's, 
It's all right. It's okay. You should be proud of yourself. I, it's something like, uh, and for, uh, as you know, talk about dads with Joel and stuff in this game. I always try to teach my kids. It's like it's okay to be proud of yourself. Like it's something I feel like I know you're. You've called me a senior before, but I know you're a lot younger than me. But I it's think something I, was mainly I feel like for that one. people around my age weren't allowed to be proud of themselves. Yeah, and there's like that whole like self-deprecating. No one's ever like willing to be like, oh, I'm actually proud of this. You should be. Be proud of your stuff. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to plug before we go? Um, I think uh, I I actually don't know how many times I've been on this podcast, but like I like to plug random garbage. Seven, I think. Okay. Oh, can I? Oh, can I plug a, a video game? Yes, dude. Play Clubhouse yeah. Games. Uh, or what is it? Clubhouse Games Fifty One Worldwide 51, Classics. Whatever. Yeah. It's so good. I've been I've been playing Solitaire, Spider Solitaire, on that. Mm, can't recommend it enough. Uh, I I keep wanting to pull the trigger on it, but I I just is it okay if it's just because I think my kids would enjoy it, but get bored with it. But is it enough for me if by myself to have enough to justify spending the money? Uh, I, th- I think I think so. And and okay. there's a lot of little games like you can play uh, Connect Four. Um, you can play Checkers. Uh, I think you get sued if you call it Connect Four, though. What, oh, oh, I guess maybe it's four in a row. I think. Oh, four in a row. Whoops, yeah. my bad. I could, I could hear the. The <laughs> FBI was just knocking like on my door right now. Yeah, saying, Stop. I, I feel like you could get value out of it. Um, and it, it's not like it's going to suddenly be a bad game in the future. It's like it's just going to be a board game. Like you buy board games to play once, sure, but then they just exist there. You could pull out at any point. So yeah. I feel like the game's good for that. Um, and I've just been also playing Animal Crossing, and that's that's about it. <laughs> Um, for me, uh, I've been streaming more. Damage Roots Podcast at Twitch. Mm-hmm. Got emotes. Or no, I have brand new badges for people who have been subscribing. Nice. And I'm going to have new emotes by the end of the week. Um, I'll keep trying to stream every Friday. It's my date right now. Uh, we might be moving soon, so that will affect probably for a few weeks if I can pull the internet situation. We'll see how that goes. But... Yeah, also listen to all the podcasts on After the Hype, uh, Demon Days, Corona Cartoons, uh, which you should be on Corona Cartoons. Uh, You would be an amazing guest for that. Um, Especially our discussions on that weird uh, McDonald's thing, old cartoons. (laughs) Yeah. I watched a whole, you know, we'll talk about this later. Yeah. Those things were fucked up in origin, so that's another thing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And also... My friends Sam, Mike, and Doug have a podcast called The Funny Papers about the show, Nickelodeon show Doug, and it's amazing, and that show did not age well, so that's about (laughs) all I got. Alright, so I guess we're going to kind of end a little bit somber because Last of Us 2, but we'll we'll try to smile and wait for the sunrise, I guess. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, man. Thanks for coming by. All right, everybody. Be good people.